What's up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 20 of Whiskey Wednesday Podcast Sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, my friends, we're going to be drinking Stranahan's Colorado Whiskey. <laughs> I said it country just because I feel like you should say country. Um, and I'm going to be joined by my special guest. I'm going to be asking him how he likes his whiskey right now. This gentleman is an entrepreneur and business owner of the market at Montesillo, Ryan Chavez. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, I always do that. I cheers <laughs> I don't drink. Sorry. What do you think about your whiskey? It's not bad. It's not bad, huh? No, it, it, I, you know, it, we were talking about it earlier, and it kind of it has a strong flavor to it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not. So this is a new whiskey that uh, Vitolas just got from Colorado. It's 94% proof. Hopefully we're not slurring halfway, halfway through. through the podcast, <laughs> but uh, it's really good. I We were kind of describing the flavor or the taste right now, and we were all going around, and I think it's the best way to describe it is kind of like a charred uh, barrel taste. Uh, so you kind of taste that little char. It's strong. Yeah, yeah. It's strong, it's strong but it's still pretty sweet. Right. Maybe right. like a little barbecue, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, welcome and excited to have you on. I know, um, you know, you've been making some noise right now with your new business, your yeah, new yeah. endeavor. Yeah, And uh, I think you really have an interesting story. So let's mm -hmm. kind of start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, introducing yourself yeah. to everybody that doesn't know who you are. Right, right. Well, thanks for having me to okay. begin with. I sure. think this is, this is awesome what you're doing and we've kind of... I've I've been looking into it and podcasts are kind of big thing right now. You know? Yeah, voice um, in general. It, it is, and um, I think this is really really nice and and happy to be a part of it. Yeah, appreciate you, so, man. Um, I guess a little bit about myself. You know, um, nothing crazy. Just a you know average Joe. You know, out here just trying to you know do what I can to get by and uh, in the process happen to you know open up a a, a shop and uh, you know. Um, go from there see how it goes and, yeah. and kind of living life as it comes and taking the hits as they come you know yeah definitely so, day by day yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. that's cool man sure. so tell us a little bit about your background yeah um, you know who are you from El Paso yeah what, where, what are your what is your background born and raised here awesome. born and raised in El Paso um did high school here, all that good stuff. Where'd Left, you go? I went to Montwood. Montwood? Montwood High School over in the east side of town, yeah. Did you play sports? I did, yeah. What'd did. you play? Baseball? I played basketball. Basketball, yeah. okay. Yeah, I played basketball. You look familiar, Dude, bro. Yeah, like, we I'm said like, that earlier. Where do we know each other from? <laughs> Maybe I played with you. Did you go to Montwood also? No, I went to Bel Air, but Bel -Air. I played baseball and football. What year did you graduate? Uh, <laughs> just kidding, 07? <laughs> Oh, I, I got you 2008. Okay. Maybe that's... So, maybe, yeah, maybe. We, we have probably friends in common. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's possibly. Fun. It's El Paso, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, went to went to high, uh, high school over in the east side of Montwood. Um, then I went ahead and I, I was playing basketball in high school. I played a few years of college in Abilene, Texas. Nice. Um, How was that? It was good. It was it was good and bad. I went to like a really small school. It was the city I wasn't a big fan of, but you know, it was a learning experience. Mm -hmm. I did my I did my time there, and then I headed over to San Antonio, and I did um I finished up my bachelor's there in San Antonio, which was fun. Nice. Good time there. Learned a lot. Um, and then I've kind of been all over the place. Went to Salt Lake City. Did um did anesthesia school in Salt Lake City. Nice. Which is something else. A really good time there. Had a blast. Um, Weather's awesome, you know. City's awesome. Utah. Utah. Yeah, the yeah. water's cold. The 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 Salt Lake itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I've gone to Utah also, yeah. and we did a whole bunch of outdoor water activities, and the water's free. It, it was yeah. like summertime yeah. too. 
Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's it's um it's super outdoorsy, which is really yeah. cool about that. It's beautiful climate. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Beautiful place. Um, I could live there if I could. You know, maybe one day I'll get out there. But Salt Lake City, wonderful spot. Um, I'd recommend it to anybody. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, spent spent a couple years there. Did um did did some schooling and then finished up my doctor in Missouri. So we got my anesthesia doctor in Missouri, and now I'm just practicing. That's so I awesome. practice anesthesia, and then recently opened up this um this this store, the the market in Montecito. That's awesome. Yeah, man. just that's in a nutshell, kind of. I guess my yeah, background. that's like the last couple of years. Yeah, last, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what had yeah. you kind of moving from city mm-hmm. to city? You know, I've been on the go. I've been yeah. on the move since I was probably 18 years old, and probably with the past two years, I've been pretty stable here in El Paso. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Um, kind of decided this is where you. Yeah, I want. I've always wanted to come back home. Yeah. You know, El Paso's I, great. Man. I love El Paso. Yeah, I love El Paso, and I think it's starting to catch on in terms of people starting to like it too. Because when I was growing up, that everyone was hated El Paso. Yeah, and especially since we kind of are around the same age, that's really what we grew up with: people wanting to get out of El Paso. Right. Exactly. And then there and was, I was always, one of, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That was me. I was never like that. Yeah. You know, I actually moved to Miami. I was out there for four years. Yeah. And. I never even thought I was going to leave the city because I love El Paso. Yeah. But when I left, I was like, I miss my city. Yeah, like, you, it's There's crazy. no place like El Paso, you know? Yeah, and I, I think I'm definitely guilty of the uh, the stigma mm. that it used to be. And, and uh, you know, I wanted to get out of here as quick as I could, and I did. But as quick as I left, I quickly just came right back. So um, I, think, I think you go out, you experience different things, you learn about yourself, you learn about others, and then you decide what you like. Yeah. And then you kind of go from there. You get to pick and choose. And you get to pick and take choose. Take control, yeah. right? Exactly. Of yeah. your own exactly. destiny. So. Right, right, right. So, yeah, that's kind of um, it's kind of what uh, where, where I'm at, I guess, right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you're practicing right now anesthesiology. Right. Like right. putting people to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Put people to sleep. Um, do, like, you know, when, when the moms are laboring in pain, give them epidurals and do that kind oh, of that's stuff. Awesome. So, it's, it's promising and it's rewarding. You know, it's yeah. rewarding to see the outcome and stuff. And, uh, you know, I wear a few different hats. You know, I, I do that, and then I come to the store, and, you know, I, I'm doing other stuff. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know... You, you, so you're balancing you're out the yeah. career with the entrepreneurial exactly. side of exactly. it, right? Yeah, exactly. So what kind of got you started in that mindset of, of being an entrepreneur, starting your own business? Was there somebody or something that happened that kind of mm. got you in that direction? You know, I, you know, I come from a family of... It's blue collar, you know, it's it's super, you know, my parents still to this day, they're up at five in the morning, right. and they're back, you know, they're up, they, go, they leave the house early, you know, sun's not even out yet, and then they're back home, you know, five, yeah, yeah. So, so to this day, they still do that, and um, so I've never really, they've never really had a chance to, you know, explain how a business works, because they've always worked hard for what they have, Yeah. and that's kind of what they've taught me, so the business aspect, I think, started at a, at an early age when... I kind of wanted to do something to make money, and I was not old enough to like work at you know Walmart or McDonald's. Right, Sixteen, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I just child I, of labor yeah. laws. <laughs> you know, and I, I would have worked. You know, yeah. I would have worked at ten years old. But um, I think, I think um, that kind of got me in the track of I wanted to do something for money, and I would do anything for money. You know, I'd wash cars. I put flyers around the block. Careful like, with that. Yeah, yeah. Careful saying that. <laughs> you know, not now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I still would. But, so, you know, I was just this little kid, yeah. you know, putting flyers out, and people were, like, calling me, hey, come wash my car for... I would detail cars, wax them, do the inside-outside for 20 bucks. Like, that, to me, was a fortune. 
yeah, you know, 15, yeah. 16 years Especially old. Especially when you, when you worked hard to make Exactly. Them, right? It's rewarding. And it yeah. was like, it was so nice. So that's kind of, I've always had that kind of, um, that, that spirit of do what you got to do to get it, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of, I think it started there and it kind of always kind of been like that. So I don't know. It's always kind so, of comes full circle. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you kind of jumped around to different cities. You, mm-hmm. you were kind of just going with the flow, right? Yeah. You were going everywhere. What, what was the one thing that made you want to come back to El Paso? To El Paso? Because I, I'm pretty sure anesthesiology, you could do that anywhere. You can, right? You can, you can, you really can. Um, it helps that it's, it, we're a border city and the, the um, opportunities are better here for that field. Right. Without a doubt. But you can do it anywhere. You really can. And you kind of balance out lifestyle. Do I want to live in Los Angeles, New York City, um, and make less money? Or come home where all your family is, you know, everything you know, um, and be, be with the people that you love? Yeah. And help grow the city. Yeah. And so I kind of, that, that was an easy uh, oh, like, yes. decision for me. Yeah, yeah. That's I, definitely like yeah. the mission statement. Like, that's exactly what I felt too. Yeah. It's like, there's always a, a a pro and con to everything you right, know right. And a lot of people do see that a lot of people that have never left will say that you know there's more opportunities yeah. elsewhere there's more pay right but this it's also the cost of living is completely yeah. different you know yeah, yeah and it really does kind of balance out it's mm-hmm. almost the same going to a big city but really kind of valuing the relationships i remember uh once coming back after eight months of being out there in florida uh-huh. and uh i just looked at my parents I was like dang they're getting older yeah and I'm over here yeah. you know like that like just right. had me like a little shook yeah and I went back and I, no. I did another three years there but I was like damn like that's something to really think about it really know? is yeah life, it really life is life goes on definitely and, and I agree things. with that 100% yeah 100% so bouncing around to all these cities what what would you say which city would be your favorite uh, besides El Paso obviously you're mm-hmm. back you've made the decision yeah. that this is the right. city for you <laughs> you know I spent it's funny I spent Four months in a small city in Colorado, Alamosa, Colorado, probably the size of. You didn't drink none. No. What? Stranahan. Oh, from Colorado. Yeah, no. Maybe that. Maybe they made it. That's all you can do there is probably drink. But um, <laughs> it was such a small city, but it was an intimate city. It was personal. It was um, I did my I did anesthesia training there, but I would put people to sleep and then I would see them like at the gym, you know, the next day or something. You know, it was so small that you'd go to Walmart or you'd go to like, um, Kroger and. You'd see the same people. It was cool. It was a new experience for me. I've never experienced something so small. So everybody knew who you everybody were. Knew. Like, hey, that's a good put. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was it was nice. It was cool. Yeah. It was um, it was random, but that was probably the funnest time I had, and it was the smallest you know city that no one knows about. Yeah. And um, I did a lot there. You know, I went. To, I, I would hike a lot. They had cool waterfalls. Like weird, you know, weird it's stuff. Very scenic, right? Very Out scenic. There in Col- yeah. In Colorado. And it was actually desert climate, Colorado. So it's not like the Colorado you see in. In pictures like Winter, Denver, yeah. you know, um, the, the ski slopes and stuff like that. Um, it was super desert um, and dry, but it had little hidden oasis, oasis. So you had to find your spots, and, and they were it was super fun, super cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Really get to explore, huh? Right, right. Yeah. So my, I've been to big cities. I've been to big cities: Dallas, you know, Salt Lake City, San Antonio, Missouri, Kansas City. Um, but this little, you know, small town in, in Colorado, I think, took it. It was just yeah. took it, you know. Do you see yourself retiring out here in El Paso, or would you? You know, I still want to get out. Yeah. I still want to get out, and I still want to. I still want to. You know, I still want to see more. You know, there's still so much more to see. Definitely. And um, you know, I want to spend my time here, and then you know, get out, and then see what happens, and 
there's so much more to see still yeah, and learn and definitely. You know, we'll see what happens that's cool man so. and the good thing is that your career is is very universal and yeah pretty much all the cities I, yeah I hope yeah. for the most part they don't make you know robots or <laughs> machines that do it for me because <laughs> I'm in trouble yeah <laughs> I'm in put trouble. somebody to sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe. what would you say is probably one of the most rewarding or your favorite parts of this career choice um you know there's a whole lot I mean you know I have a buddy of mine that I work with and we always talk about this specifically you know like, we're so lucky to, to have this kind of job where we have someone's lives in our hands you know for hours at a time today I did a surgery and it lasted eight hours and sure. you know afterwards you talk to the family and the family is so grateful that you know you took care of their family member and that's very rewarding obviously but it you know there's so much more that goes into it and um, I think the process of of um, putting someone to sleep and seeing it through and then right. seeing them afterward and then seeing them a few days after and then seeing them a month after and seeing them recover I think that's the most rewarding part of it the yeah. process you know so it's all fun and it's fun and games and cool you know when you go to sleep you wake up and the family's happy successful surgery but it's even more rewarding to see them a year down the line and they're right. you know doing what they've been wanting to do forever something like that yeah that's probably the most rewarding part about it that's awesome man. yeah yeah that's awesome i have a lot of buddies that are in um law enforcement and mm -hmm. in the medical field as yeah. well and they tell me you know that like it's crazy how how much responsibility they yeah. have once they put on that uniform it, it, it changes um, yeah it changes. and it's also crazy to to emotionally i think mentally also it can take a toll yeah. on you you know what are some of the most difficult things that you have to deal with as an anesthesiologist um i think the obvious the obvious responsibility is when someone's asleep they're all yours you know mm -hmm. if something goes wrong it's, it's on you if something goes right it's on you also um but because it could happen where somebody wakes up, right? And you can, yeah, and there's a lot of misconceptions and a lot of you know, these myths where it's like, oh my god, I think I everybody's up, scared. They I, woke up in the middle of surgery or something, yeah. and it can happen. Like, hey guys, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like it's crazy. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, have you, you just wake up and all your everything's out? Yeah. It's like, holy shit. There's like a real thing called sleep paralysis, and it happens to me oh, sometimes. Yeah. Maybe it happens to y'all, but it's kind of like when you're in a dream, but you're like, you feel like you're awake, but you're not awake, and like. You feel like you're like gonna but you're awake but you're awake you're 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 um you're like your cns your central nervous system is awake but your body can't move it's called sleep paralysis and that's what a lot of people um describe when they say that they woke up during surgery like they couldn't move yeah like... and so long as it's true i mean i can't say it's not because i know it happens to some people but you gotta like really be a bad anesthesia provider to let that happen you yeah. really do so it, it just doesn't happen these days. It doesn't happen. We have too many like monitors and modalities that we use to make that not happen. So if it's yeah. happening to you, you have problems. Like, Change your anesthesia. You have problems, yeah. So That's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that could be... I remember I, I broke my nose mm -hmm. in like sixth grade. Yeah. And they put me to sleep. Yeah. They put the thing. And um, I was so... Sh I was like shitting bricks. I was like, oh my God, like if I wake up yeah. while they have this pipe in my nose, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was going to freak out. And uh, I, I just woke up, like, super drunk, just wasted. Exactly. What are some of those after effects like? Have you seen some pretty funny? There's, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of funny ones, but, you know, I'd probably be a millionaire right now with as many videos that I can make viral. go viral, but I get in so much trouble. Bro, there's so been a lot ones. of, there's been a lot of viral videos of, like, kids on Yeah, after. a lot. And, you know, it's, you gotta be, like, a family member to do it, because if I take a video of someone and post it, um, I'd get in trouble. It's called HIPAA. There are these... There's HIPAA that covers patient privacy. 
they protect patient privacy. So okay. you can't like have sense. you can't have any like photos of patients. So imagine you go get yeah. surgery and you have to worry about nurses putting you on FitFam. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fit dude, I'm telling you, it's crazy, man. I could be a millionaire, and I really could, yeah. but no, I won't risk that. But yeah, there's people after surgery. They they're like hungover, or no, not even hungover. They're like drunk. They're like a drunk who. Um, you know, don't really know what they're saying, and they say what's on their mind, and it's funny. Yeah. It really is. And then you have the combative ones. It's just like people who get drunk. You have your combative drunks. You have your fun and nice. Has there been times where you guys have had to maybe restrain people? Always. Really. Always. And Holy it's mostly shit. these young guys, like young guys like our age, who you know go to the gym and lift weights and like so they just wake like up macho dudes. Like, yeah. They go. What crazy. did you do to exactly. me? Exactly. <laughs> and we know, like we know when it's coming, and we do stuff for it. But people get crazy. People That's get crazy. Insane. Yeah. Crazy. That sounds fun. It sounds it's, like a fun it's job. Fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time for yeah. sure. It's a good time. That's really so. cool. So kind of talking a little bit about the city, you have mm-hmm. a lot of insight just because you've gone out of the city and explored so much. Yeah. What would you say are some of the things that, you know, other cities have that El Paso doesn't? Um, Courtesy of Sosa. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and we spoke on it earlier, I think overall it's getting to a point where um, the next generation coming up and not even like myself but even the younger generation before or after me um, they're trying to like they're trying to actually love the city love El Paso um, and I think that's what we don't have compared to a lot of other cities you know these other cities people love their city they speak highly of it and I think most of us are on the way out of the ones who like hate El Paso and yeah. the new ones are coming up and enjoy it. Like we're getting cool stuff in El Paso. We're getting I think cool they're stuff. influencing this group that doesn't like El Paso. They're like, mm, it's okay now. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. we're getting cool stuff. Like we have a cool Chihuahua Stadium. Yeah. We're getting the soccer team. Soccer team. Um, we're getting West Side's popping. Popping off, you know. Um, and I get, I get it all the time where people are like, the Montecillo area is like this out of town. It reminds me of somewhere out of town. Yeah. like an, It's so colorful. Uh, it's, it's very... Different hipster right artsy right very exactly. very unique exactly it's a whole different feel you do feel like once you hit that street you're like outside of El Paso right especially with the views over over the the valley and stuff. exactly so yeah it's really nice so yeah I think to answer your question I think the mindset other places have has always been we love our city like let's grow with it yeah. whereas here the oldest mindset has been let's leave and let's go to a cool city yeah, um, I hear you. You know, and it's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's that's you have to go through that, I guess, right. to you know figure it out. Yeah, definitely. And I think so. that has changed a lot of people's mindsets. I know for sure one of the reasons, main reason why I came back from mm-hmm. Miami was for that purpose. I came to visit, I yeah. saw how big the city was, and I was like, I need to be part of this. Right. You know, Miami will be there. Right. But for you to be part of the city that you love and right. grew up in, and be part of that growth right it's just something that you get to look back on you know sure um, so sure. I think that's really cool mm-hmm. especially with what you're doing too you, you want to be part of that that footprint mm-hmm. that we're gonna be leaving yeah I mean not and even if you know I don't really if I have zero influence on what El Paso ends up being 10 years down the road I don't care as long as I'm able to to have you know influence one person that's yeah. plenty that's, that's all plenty, it takes you know so it is what it is yeah so that's cool that's yeah. awesome. So kind of reversing or switching up that same question, what do you think El Paso has that other cities don't? To me, El Paso is a hidden gem. Yeah. It's a hidden gem because there's so much culture here. Especially with borderland, with, right? I mean, yeah, and it's and it's it's a very loosely used word culture. Everyone says El Paso's culture, but what does it really mean? 
El Paso has the type of culture that you can drive 10 minutes and be like in a totally different part of you could switch up your of, of just total yeah. climate like yeah. and when I say climate I mean people I mean restaurants I mean trees you know I mean smell <laughs> yeah. and that's culture that's kind of like everything in one mm-hmm. um, and you have these little pockets everywhere and I think that's really neat and I think a lot of it's hidden there's a hidden gems everywhere and El Paso in general to me is a hidden gem and um, it's so far off from anywhere big that it kind of makes it special you know you got Phoenix pretty close you have Albuquerque pretty close Dallas San Antonio but nothing within a two-hour drive is gonna get you to a big city yeah so you know this is we're so close yet so far yeah yeah from all the big cities right. and everything and there's so many little like you said there's so many little spots mm-hmm. that you can just hit yeah 30 minute drive can take you 30 to 45 minute drive maybe not with traffic now maybe like an hour yeah nowadays. but hour and a half but you could literally hit one point of the city to the next yeah it's you, know, huge. you could go it's around huge. the whole city yeah 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 pretty much through yeah. through joe battle 375 through, yeah. yeah 375 it's connected now yeah yeah so, so it's it's really accessible and i i think that is one of the cool things there is a lot of diversity here there is and there i is. think one of the upcoming things too since you and i are around the same age mm-hmm. you've probably seen it too it's just the amount of entrepreneurship yeah. that's coming up too a lot of business owners local business owners, yeah it's coming very common for mm-hmm. people to start their business now yeah and be successful too right 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 that's which yeah. is which is really cool i think el paso has gone in these little phases mm-hmm. of growth but i think right now we're starting to really catch some traction yeah um you know even down to the city city's plans for the city and right they really want el paso to grow right right and you, you can probably speak on this more but i know i've heard a lot of real estate especially downtown has just been swiped up yeah because these big dogs or these big shots are coming in and these they investors of, are coming in and they see it gutting these yeah. buildings and turning them into condos they see it turning right? them into office space right now office i mean um just in general the downtown area the west side and the far east as well as horizon are the growth yeah this is where all the growth is mm-hmm. happening right you don't have that. so much in the in the inner Central, city yeah yeah but it's on the outer city and yeah. it's these big areas these rule uh these kind of you know expected areas yeah the, the downtown area to be a downtown area where it's you can go like downtown, right? yeah. and have some entertainment right. have some good food you know have sure. some drinks so sure. that's really coming now to el paso and i just see it i'm so fucking excited yeah. for the next 10 years you could cuss by the way okay yeah, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I can tell you before <laughs> it's okay yeah but i'm really excited for the next 10 years i think el paso is going to be such a badass city right and nobody's going to want to leave right right i and you know what's crazy just to kind of show you the depth of el paso right now on my social media I have followers from all over the country. Like, mm-hmm. there's people that I've never met yeah. from, um, you know, Kansas that are checking out the houses that I'm posting. I get messages weekly, like, I want to move to El Paso. Yeah. My job can transfer me over there. I've never even been there, but these houses <laughs> are <laughs> badass. You can get a mansion for, like, yeah. nothing here. Yeah, That's like, why. 200,000, 300,000, and you're, Beautiful house. you're living in a million dollar, two million Anywhere dollar house. Anywhere else. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. It's nuts, right? These yeah. houses popping up are beautiful, and they're going for, you know, you say 200, 300,000, yeah. which is crazy yeah, for people that live in these big cities mm. to think you know like wow that, that's what their house is sell for them. yeah so now you I, i'm getting i'm telling you there's so much attention right now in el paso 
especially with all these up-and-coming artists and right. people that have been making it, you know, right. making El Paso know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much more attention that's coming to the city, and it's it's really exciting, man. I'm, I'm really excited. It's exciting. I yeah. think our kids are going to be the ones to benefit from it, which yeah, is the only thing definitely. I'm mad about. But yeah, I know. Right? Do you have any kids? I don't. No, no okay. No. Little fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy all the cool stuff. They're going to benefit. <laughs> yeah. Better them than, than no one, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's cool, man. So... We talked a little bit about your your career, your where where that kind of entrepreneurial mindset came from. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Market. What do yeah. you what what is Market all about, mm-hmm. and, and how long have you guys been in business? We opened on July sixth, awesome. uh, so it's been about two months. We're basically to be you know cut and dry. We're a convenient factor, so we want to be we're convenient to the Montesio residents that live in that area, and they're now building homes up the hill just from there I don't know if you've been by the yeah. by Bella Bella yeah, yeah. so we basically serve Montecillo residents which consists of the view apartments mm-hmm. Santi dwelling and the venue and now all Bella Homes residents so, yeah. so, there you go your neighborhood yeah there he is yeah he's the guy that <laughs> set the Santis. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and he's been in there plenty of time so we we're just trying to be convenient in terms of bridge the gap between getting in your car and driving to Albertson's Whole Foods Sprouts, which are places I love. Um, I go there weekly. Mm. But if you don't want to get in your car and drive, you can just come stop in and get something similar, if not some some same product they carry. Um, or we'll deliver it to you. We deliver also. So oh, nice. that's as convenient as it can get, like literally taking it to your doorstep. So that's kind of the market in a nutshell. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So how did it get started? What what kind of got you mm-hmm. interested in starting a market overall? Did you have Did you work at Albertsons before? Or something? No, 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 unfortunately. No. <laughs> um, it would have been cool to say, huh? Like yeah. I worked at Whole Foods for three no, years. That'd be cool. <laughs> you know what got it started is this. Um, both of my brothers were roommates in Austin. Uh, they lived in a community called Mueller. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's mm-hmm. it's pretty new. Uh, it's a small community, very similar to Montecillo in the sense of bunch of apartments, little shops here and there. Yeah. I'm a bigger They store. have that a lot out Everywhere, there. Everywhere, huh? yeah. My sister lived out there in Austin. She lived in the Triangle Apartments or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. And it was dope. It had, yeah. They had like a, an Italian restaurant right downstairs. Right downstairs, She yeah. went down the stairs. I think I know where. Is that kind of um, kind of near downtown It's off of Guadalupe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, Slaughter. Yeah. Oh, not Slaughter. Guadalupe and... I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, the it's really dope. They're yeah. super expensive. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. but the community itself is exactly. like really nice. Yeah. When she first moved out there, it was like seven years ago, mm-hmm. and we went to go visit her, and I was like, "You're fucking living the life right now. Like, right. I'm jealous of right. you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that concept. It's a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of where the stuff's coming now. Apartments and then little something retail underneath. Yeah. Um, so you saw opportunity. Well. We'd go visit my brother. I'd go with my parents, and um, we'd visit my brothers. They lived together, and we'd be out later. We'd be it'd be during the day, and we wanted something quick. And we we noticed there was a small market underneath his apartment. Like there were f- five floors, or whatever, and there was a little market there. It's called the Mosaic Market. Um, and we'd go in and out. We get our beer. We get our chips. We get whatever we need, a little sandwiches or whatnot. Um, and we always joked about it when whenever we leave. Like man, that's a cool. It's a cool market. So when I started, I actually used to live in the Montecillo um, apartments there, and I always joked about it, you know, saying, I'm going to open up a mosaic market here. And it was always an idea and just a thought. And then it started to kind of come to life when I started to think, you know what? You know, quit 
talking and start doing something about yeah. it. Like I keep, <laughs> yeah. and it's in my mind. I'm like, I keep saying like, I want to open up a cool grocery store, but never did it. Just kind of like a lot of stuff in life you say you're gonna do or like right. you have ambitions to do. Ideas do are it. only ideas. Only until, ideas. Until you exactly. Put them into, to action. Exactly. So, they kind of went from there to me calling my younger brother who lived in Austin with my older brother and at client was saying hey what do you think if we really did this like let's open up this market let's really do this and he's like I'm, I'm in let's do it and I was like that means you gotta move back you gotta you gotta move to El Paso I'm like you're working a full-time job yeah, now. Like, like it's, yeah like now this is on you like you really want to do this let's do it like I'm, I'm in if you're in he's like I'm in my older brother got the same like kind of spiel like come back like both of you us three let's run it us three can own it we'll run it and we'll go from there unfortunately he couldn't He's in Austin, and he does his thing there and loves it. He's like, I'm just going to chill here. Yeah, he's day. like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I already have a market here. Yeah. <laughs> so my younger brother, so long story short, I it was literally one day to the next. I called a realtor who was, who was representing that place. We did a walkthrough. A few weeks later, I ended up signing a lease with not even a plan. Not even a plan, just like an idea. You didn't know where you were gonna get everything from. Just an idea. Yeah. Just an idea that I had a vision, but nothing, nothing on paper. So literally signed the lease. That was day one. He's like, you know, you got rent's coming up soon too. Like, you know, I get a little grace period. <laughs> Here's but your it's bill. Like, this is day one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it just took off from there. You know, little things here and there. You know, got contractors, started building out, got ideas, decided what I wanted to carry. Then came my brother. He finally moved in, moved in. Um, or moved down to El Paso in April. So this was about um, April, um, like two months before we opened. By then we had it kind of built out already. Um, we needed little stuff, you know, like inventory and stuff. So I gave him a big chunk of the responsibility at that point. I said, you're the general manager. You take care of, you know, the logistics. And he's, and that's what he does. He, the store wouldn't run without him. So my younger brother is the general manager and he runs stuff and he, He's a vital piece of the entire thing. So he, he's a big piece. So yeah, he moved back. He's, he, he, he does his thing there. And I also have my cousin. Um, he's a year younger than me. He works there also. He's in school doing his, uh, doing his business in school. So he doesn't, um, he spends less time there than my brother does. So I consider him like he's more like an assistant manager. But my brother is probably, he's just an extension of me. He's like my right hand man, whatever I need. You know he 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 knows that's awesome. and so we work well together like that so it's a, you know it's 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 in the family yeah so it's my brother my cousin myself and then now my parents they want in on the action too they're like can we work there <laughs> yeah, give me a broom you know, so yeah exactly yeah. you know they want to do anything so now now you know my mom likes to go in and help out and stuff so we're uh, we're kind of slowly learning what we are we yeah i couldn't even i can couldn't lie to you and say we know exactly what we are we don't know what we are yet we're still learning out yeah, yeah. So, that's that's always you know um, I mentioned to you, you, you just did a, an event or a pop-up with On Next Sunday, yeah, right? Yeah. Erica Williams, we had her on the show. Yeah. And uh, she just started this year as well, you know? Yeah, but yeah. That's kind of where she was at too, you know, taking it, you know, month by month because she just started and I think in that beginning stage, you're still figuring out that right. that, uh, exactly. that kind of direction right. that you want to go or the, yeah. the idea, you know? So that's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what, are, what, what would you say are some of the biggest struggles that you faced starting up market? You know, none of them, all my struggles have been emotional struggles, if you okay. will. You know, I don't, I guess I don't really doubt my, you know, my, my spirit to 
to be the best person I can, but there's been plenty of times where I sit down and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why did I open up this store? Like, this is way too much work. I don't need to do this. Yeah. But then there's days when it's like, I know why I'm doing this because there's like a goal and in order to get there, you got to struggle some, you got to, yeah, you got to go through the, the, the gutter, you got to struggle. And if I can, if I can, you know, come back to that and know like, this is, there's a struggle, but you know, there's a reward at the end, Yeah. then, you know, it'd be worth, it'll all be worth yeah, it. Yeah. Cause know? that time's so, going to come anyways. Right. You know? Right. So, and not just that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I have my brother there, you know, I'm helping him. I have my cousin there and now I have my parents, you know, it's like, we're all together, you know, it's a family thing. It's right. fun. Like we have a good time. We spend time. So it, it all works out, you know? Yeah. You're spending the, time with the people you love. Right. Right. And right. that's initially what came to mind when you were out of town. Right. Like being close to those people. Exactly. You know? so yeah. That's yeah, pretty so awesome, man. It's that fun. You, it's that fun. You, that you have an excuse now to hang out. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't got to, I don't got um, to lie. <laughs> yeah. You don't got to let it kick in. <laughs> so kind of talking about goals, you mentioned mm-hmm. goals. You have some goals, big goals. What, what are some of your goals, um, you know, that you've set for yourself and how important is it, you know, for entrepreneurs or just people in general to set goals for Mm -hmm. themselves? You know, I have this conversation a lot with my brother for one, he's, he's six years younger than me. So he's still kind of, you know, learning what he likes, but I think a lot of times young entrepreneurs, if you will, and I'm no expert, you know, I don't even, I guess I'm an entrepreneur, but I don't see myself as one. I'm yeah. just, you know, I should just You're make a little dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what people tend to forget and don't realize is that there's levels. Like, there's literally levels to, to anything you do. And a lot of times, and I see it with a new group of upcoming entrepreneurs, and um, especially someone like my younger brother, his his um, his group of people, his, his um, generation, is that there's levels. And what I mean by that is you want to get to level 10, and you're going to start at level one. Yeah. Gonna take time. They want to go to, and and I and I've probably been guilty of this sometimes too, but I see it now more, or I, I guess I can see it now from an outsider perspective. They want to go from level one to level five, and then from level five to level ten. Yeah. They don't want to see level they want two shortcuts. through four. And then, yeah. Shortcuts, yeah. And and the thing is, like, you have to you have to experience level two, three, and four to appreciate five. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to five, you have to experience six, seven, eight, nine to get to ten. Definitely. You can't go one, five, ten. Yeah. And I think they don't, a lot of people tend to forget that. Not it's a lack of patience. It. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. really a lack of patience. And I think it's, it's also partly because of our society. Right. You know, we live in a, in a world where if something happens to your car, you could just YouTube it and fix it yourself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're living in an information based mm-hmm. world, you know? So mm-hmm. for people, information and, and all that is literally a grasp or a couple of finger seconds away, tips away. Seconds away. So I think at the same time the younger generation not to say that there's anything wrong with this because it's just an Mm -hmm. advantage you Mm -hmm. know like this is the best time to live but i think this uh younger generations could be a little spoiled too yeah you know and take for granted the hard work that it actually takes to build that business or even to have the mentality right that you have to have because i think being an entrepreneur starting anything Mm -hmm. you have to understand that your expectations have to be right right you know exactly and your mindset has to be right too because there's times where like you said you were like why the fuck am i yeah, still like, doing I like doing? i don't need to do this this yeah. is so much work exactly you know? but having that ultimate goal that that right why why i need to do it very you know? true yeah i think um yeah i think 
and not to say I'm right because I don't think I'm right, but I, I guess I'm just speaking on what worked for me. Mm-hmm. And what worked for me was, you know, literally grinding at the bottom yeah. and like for a long time and then finally maybe getting a little reward for it and then grinding and then getting a little reward for yeah. it. And then the reward is what like kept pushing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not anything special, but it's gotten me, you know, a little something. You know, yeah. I can't say it hasn't done anything for me. You know, the the struggle. So you know, you got You got to experience some of that, some of that hardship to appreciate. You know, the good stuff. Yeah, so, definitely. You know. I was watching um this video the other day with Caleb Maddox and his dad. I don't know if you know who Caleb Maddox. Is. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's yeah. a young entrepreneur. I think he became a millionaire, um, like when he was thirteen. Goodness. So he's an author. He does yeah. public speaking. He's crazy. He's badass. Um, but he was talking. His dad was talking, and him and his dad made a video about instant gratification uh-huh. and how it's so dangerous to give that instant gratification because kids are growing up wanting that. Oh, let me do this, and it's gonna give me this right away. Or I want to be in. I want to start my own business, so I should have ten thousand dollars in the bank right. next month. You mm-hmm. know, that instant gratification. So he talked about the way uh, you know he raised his son Caleb Maddox and. He would tell him like when he was five, six years old, like, "Hey, do you want a donut?" He's like, "Yeah, I want, I want the donut." <laughs> He's like, "Okay, you can have it, but wait, wait two hours." <laughs> and he'd make him wait, you know. So, yeah. but that that kind of just taught him like you, you have to wait. Yeah, the, the good things take time. Right, right. You know, for sure. And I think that's something super important. Like it is. that we were blessed to have because mm-hmm. we came right before that technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burst, you know, but. Yeah. But it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. So and it's you know, each you know generation has their thing, and yeah, you know, they're gonna be every generation finds a way to you know make their mark. Yeah, and definitely. Every gen they will have you know have no doubt about it. But yeah, yeah. No, this, this is the best. Like I said, this is the best time to live. Mm-hmm. I think right now, just so crazy the direction that we're headed right now. I feel like it's headed for a virtual voice based you know definitely reality. Yeah, so definitely. It's, it's crazy. Um, talk to me a little bit about social media. Like, what are what are some things that you're doing right now for marketing as far as social media? How are you getting your name out there? Yeah, we have a we. So, one of our very close partners, and we do a lot of work with her. It's this, they're called the Sushi Girl. Yeah, and the Sushi Girl's in our. I, I actually, I I wanna I wanna have her on the show. Too. Yeah, 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 we'll get her in here. Um, there's two of them, so you're gonna have to have two people. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um. Double the whiskey. Yeah, two, two <laughs> bottles of whiskey. Um, and yeah, so they, uh, we do, we collaborate a lot with them because they make our meals. So we do ready, ready to go meals in our fridge. It's their fridge that they stock and they kind of take care of. And they um, have a pretty big following in terms of clients in the city. So they deliver, like, they literally drive their car to house door to door and deliver meals. That's badass. Yeah, so they, and they're another, you know, testimony of, grinding it out and like starting from the bottom because they started like selling by selling burritos like at the oh, for workers like at construction places you know selling that's burritos right. and then yeah, that's a good market yeah. i'm telling you because i'm a realtor i'm around that construction and i eat burritos too you, <laughs> you know yeah exactly. so, so they that's kind of where their story started and then long story short they've gone to the point now where they're pretty official with what they offer and they have a good following they make really good meals it's high quality organic yeah, and stuff so that. We, to answer your question on social media, a lot of the stuff we promote is um, appealing to the eye. Right. And that's half the battle. If you if it looks good, you want it. 
Yeah. You know, and it's it, just like relationships. You know, if you look, if you look the at attention you, span it, is so small exactly. that it has to catch attention right away. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of, and my younger brother, he's the one who runs the Instagram account on the market. And he's done a fabulous job. Um, a lot of the stuff he puts out, I really, I'm, I'm, I really enjoy it. I'm like, man, you do really good. And, and he's got approached by a few other people like, can you like help us out? Can you that's do cool. So he does a good job with it, um, but I think that's the the focus of it is put something that someone's gonna be doing this and be like, wait, wait, like what was that? You know, yeah. like it's gonna like, it's gonna oh, get their attention. hungry. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. That's cool. So not only appealing, but you you do also work a lot with other businesses. It's only two months that you've been open, yeah. but you've already kind of had that mentality to kind of collab with other local businesses yeah. right mm -hmm. so talk to me about that um where, what is the concept like in market what what kinds of products do you carry where are they from yeah so we carry our thing is when i first had the idea and came up with the logo it was the market and then it was groceries wine and more so big focus on groceries big focus on wine and then more meaning anything else you can think of and what it's kind of transitioned into is we are big on wine and big on beer, craft beer specifically. Okay. So... Is this local beer or...? or both. Both? Both. Okay. A little bit of both. We do a lot of... Um, well, we do a lot of Big Ben. They're down in... Uh, Mar yeah. In, uh, down, down there um, um, in Marfa or Alpine. In Alpine. So we do a lot of Big Ben. They, they do really well. A lot of people like their stuff. Uh, we do... We do just a lot of craft and we've kind of transitioned into a big wine and beer focus, but we're still growing our grocery section of it too. So to, to get back to the collaboration with other, um, with other businesses, I'm, I'm open to anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm not putting any limitations. Like we had on next Sunday, like she sells Clothing, clothes. Yeah. Like she's, she sells yeah, like really cool clothes. How was that? How was that? Event? It was awesome. Yeah. It was great. I like, saw in the photos. I wanted to make it too. I, I, uh, promoted it, but yeah, I wanted to make it. It's just real estate's a yeah. tough, it's a twenty four seven demanding job. job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're at, I mean we're having another one at the end of the month on the 29th of September. Oh, nice. Uh, we're having more people in there, so we're uh, we're gonna have probably I think we're at five vendors or That's not it. vendors, five small businesses in there, doing their thing. So um, the 29th will be there, so it'll be pretty it'll be pretty big. Um, the last one we did was big, and there was just three of us in there. So, so yeah, look forward to that one. But um, yeah, I'm open to anything. Like, I'm a grocery store, and I had a girl selling clothes in there. So yeah, there's That's nothing awesome, on the man. table. Yeah. yeah, my buddy has a. I don't know if you've heard of it, Viejo Coffee. Viejo Coffee, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get them out there, man. Yeah, yeah. We we reached out to them. Ricardo, I think we get some together. <laughs> Do we have live up? No. <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. I I really love you know local local mm -hmm. businesses. Like we were saying, you know, there's so much entrepreneurship and local people starting businesses and becoming you know business owners now that right. it's so common and, and it's really good to collab because I think you know that's really how communities become strong yeah for sure know? for sure so, collaboration definitely that's cool man so what uh what is next for you guys what is next for you obviously mm -hmm. you have a lot on your plate yeah, yeah what's next for you and what's next for market mm. you know there's never really been a solid plan in place to begin with. Like, I didn't, I didn't open up the store with a goal of making a million dollars by the end of the year. I didn't open the store with a goal of making a thousand dollars by the end of the year. I'm just taking it as it comes, and that's kind of how I do everything. I take it as it comes, and 
you know, if you work hard at something, I'm just a firm believer, you get lucky. So yeah. the harder you work, the luckier you get. And you can't go wrong working hard, I feel. So yeah. if you work hard at something, it won't hurt something, you. something good yeah. will happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't have a, I don't have any solid, specific goals that I need to meet because this is so new to me. And it's new yeah. to us. It's new to my team. So... It's really just familiarizing it. yourself yeah, exactly. with, with the industry that you're right. in. Right, right, right. Because you, you don't have any uh, Albertsons no, or, or experience. market exactly. experience, you know? Yeah, like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. have any of that, so... That's cool. It's man. coming out. Yeah, it's, it's it's coming along. Well, that's so. good. I think I think overall the concept you guys you guys are in a good location. I think that whole area in you know, Montesia we've talked about it just how it has that out of town feel. Yeah. But I think it's a really good area. And you have Alamo right across the street. Yeah. Top Golf down the street. Right, right, right. You know, it's just yeah, so it's, so much. Listen, those are big names. You know. Yeah. Those are big dogs. So. Yeah, those are out of town big dogs, right? So. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of a lot of potential for you guys, and, and I'm excited for you guys to see some growth. Thank you. Yes. What um what what advice would you have for an aspiring entrepreneur, somebody that you know is thinking about starting their own yeah. business or getting into that or has that you know that idea mm-hmm. that they just can't can't get turn into up. reality yet? Um, something that I've that kind of stuck with me, and I heard it. I probably heard it on a podcast or something a while back was they were saying how it's scary like it's so scary to to venture out into like foreign territory and do something that you have that you're just not familiar with we're i love my comfort zone like i love my routine in my comfort zone and the second i start to venture out of it it's scary but what this person was saying is that's scary but what's even scarier is not venturing out into that comfort regret zone. Big time. Fucking regret scary. Exactly. Bro. That that's scary. And, that keeps me up. Yeah, and that's kind of what it what what I what kind of it comes down to is, it's scary to, to to step out and try something new, but it's even scarier not to. And yeah. I think that would be probably the best advice I can give someone is, don't do it. That's fine. Good decision, but if you're gonna regret it, you know, a year down the line. It's the worst. That's gonna be the part that just yeah. kills you. Yeah. You know. So maybe that. That's probably the. That's deep that. too, cause yeah. I'm I'm like a huge. I have a memento mori tatted on my arm. Really? It's under here somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's just understanding. Well, that what that means is basically just death, death, moment of death. Right. You know, it's all around us. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen all around um, us. Yeah. And for you to do something, or for you not to do something, you know. Yeah. I think in 20, 30 years, if you never started this, yeah. whether it's successful, whether it's not, yeah. you would still regret it. Right. You know, not even trying to yeah. get that that, that bat. Yeah, know? exactly. Maybe, who knows, maybe not opening this would have led me down a different path and I'd be, you know, the next president. I don't know. Yeah. But this is where it's at and this yeah. is kind of the, the path that it's going and this you could know, take you to yeah. being the mayor of El Paso one day the Beto yeah. get you a skateboard <laughs> exactly that's really cool man well that's that's good news um, I mean I think you really have a good story man and I'm excited to see that, that growth that Thank you're bringing you, yeah. out there to the, to the west side I always like to kind of um, you know end off podcasts with uh kind of talking a little bit about El Paso we've yeah. talked a lot about El Paso but what are what is your favorite restaurant mm-hmm. 
favorite place to hang out. Okay. Favorite place to go out. To hang go out, out meaning super chill, just like mm-hmm. I like to kick it there. You know. I and think. Go ahead. No, go to a, a restaurant. Else? Obviously, there's a lot of. There's food. so many. I like Kose. Yeah. Kose's um, badass. I think that's probably my favorite. There, is there one on the west side? There is. Yeah, there it's is, right? There's two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you been to the east side location? I've been to both. Yeah. Which ones? I like the west side. West side? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the really? I know the, sh- the chefs side? there and they're, the sushi chefs are really cool. They 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 um they're really nice people and I really enjoy the food there. Kose's really good. The food is good. The Kose's is good. local too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? It's not a chain. Yeah, it's not. It's not a chain. It's just here in El Paso. I guess I'm on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, get them in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Kose a lot. I if I could, if I had to choose, I'd go eat there. Dish, favorite dish. You know, lately I've been on this pokey thing, man. Like pokey's bomb. Yeah. What is it Which about? Which is the pokey? one that we went to, like, Sosa? Pokey, pokey, yeah. pokey works. Like, what is it about it? Like, why is it so it's good? It's just hot. It's, it's hot just, right now. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's I think in general, like so I'll pass yeah, like El Paso in general has just turned, I think, over the last four years into this health, yeah. healthy yeah, yeah, city, yeah, you sure. know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are now trying to eat healthier, going yeah. to the gym. There's a lot of gyms popping up popping everywhere. Up. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the reason Pokey is just so... It's taken off. It's convenient, it's quick, and it's yeah. healthy. It's, it's good. It's healthy. I mean, yeah, you can't It's good go food. It's like... It's freaking amazing. It's so yeah. good. You can't go wrong with <laughs> If pokey. I didn't eat right now, I, I would so down for some <laughs> for Pokey. Some pokey. Yeah, Pokey's bomb. Pokey's solid. Yeah, I think that's my favorite dish right now. But um, I like sushi. Like, sushi's my thing. Yeah. I can eat sushi all day, you know. That's so. badass. Yeah. I went um, to Katsura yesterday. What do you think? Katsura's badass. They have the best fried rice. They have good stuff That I've there. ever tried yeah. in any sushi place. They so. have good stuff there. I don't think I've been there enough to really say a solid opinion because I probably if I'm going to go eat somewhere like that I go to Kose yeah <laughs> so, you don't give anything else a chance no one else gets a chance they, got, they get my money every time so taking his money Kose yeah they can have it um, <laughs> now they can have it <laughs> um, what was the next hangout yeah hangout what's your what's your favorite like hangout spot you know I like the movies, man. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about, like, me and my... Well, Al- I, are you Alamo? I like Alamo. Team Alamo? Alamo, yeah. and I like the Remcon, too, because they have the reclining seats. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. These seats are getting, like, too damn comfortable. Too I'm comfy, falling asleep man. in the yeah. damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah. comfortable. I'm waking up, like, oh, shit, I missed everything. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> For sure. The movies are fun, because it's just, I don't know. It's like Sunday night. Sunday's going to the movies, man. I don't know, something it's like a that. tradition, it's so huh? Yeah. Like it's like a about holiday. It. Like you have to do it. You have to. Yeah. Just, it's just a, you know, it's just fun. And, and not, I mean, it does, it helps that I love movies. You know, I love any new movie that comes out. So. Yeah. What's your Pretty, most What's your most recent movie that you've watched that you recommend? Um, I saw the. Might take a trip tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Equalizer too, which is good with uh, Denzel. Oh, okay. I love Denzel in general. He's dude, that's my man. Denzel's dude, my dude. He's such a badass. Training athlete. day, like, doesn't get any dude, training, than training. Yeah, day, yeah. It's like I watched that in prep for real estate. Oh, really? <laughs> just, <kidding. laughs> Every morning, like, just to get ready. <laughs> like, all right, let's go to work. You make a picture. This long. is the office. <laughs> this is the office. Going up. You're in my car. <laughs> yeah, man. Denzel's man. He's the dude. Uh, training day or um, equalizer was a good one, man. Check that one. Yeah, that's a good I'm one. Right. Cool. That's cool. Um, and uh, what's your favorite place to go out? There's a lot of nightlife, obviously. There's a lot more coming. Do you go out? You're a tequila guy, so you must go out. Yeah, I love tequila. <laughs> Tequila's the cleanest to me. I think that's why. I like it's it's the healthiest. It's the healthiest. Yeah, that's why it burns fat. I think in the agave. It's the agave. It just clean. A, it doesn't just. It, 
I wake up fine yeah. the next morning. Dude, I used to be such... I don't know what happened. Like, I was telling you that when I go out, I, I'm, my drink of choice is from one extreme to the other. It's like a $45 glass of whiskey, McAllen, 18 years. Yeah. Or a six dollar glass of Hennessy. <laughs> like I'm either one of those two. Yeah. It depends on how I'm the feeling. Mood, you know? It depends on your mood. Yeah, yeah. But I used to drink nothing but tequila. Really? Tequila water. And it would do the same. It would keep me hydrated because yeah. I'm drinking water and I'd wake up fine. Just fine. And it get and it, it gets me where I need to be, like it gets me buzzed yeah. or drunk quick. Yeah. And I just need like a few shots and like I'm feeling good yeah you know shots what? i mean shots are that's tradition out here too I think yeah that's, exactly that's culture exactly <laughs> you have to have tequila or whatever shots you want um bet favorite spot to go out let me think man this is tough i don't go out a lot but the few places i've been like i like later later i like the music they play there they play i don't know what i was gonna say they play soft I, I was thinking you were gonna say later later i like it there yeah um, it's such a cool vibe it is man Later, later is fun. I've been to Electric Cactus recently. They play really good. Dude, music. I love their setup. Isn't it nice? Dude, I love. It's so, so different. Yeah. Like all the it's all big. the lights that they have. Yeah. The neon lights. That's mm-hmm. a new thing coming in now. New neon lights. So like, yeah. Crazy right now. But the way they have it set up, like I straight up, I feel like I'm in Vegas. Because of that, they have like a little tiered like light around the bar. The yellow. The yeah. yellow. Yeah, it's That's crazy. Really cool. Have you guys seen it? Electric. It's, it's about nice. us. I like. I think I'm big on music. So if the music is, if it's good music. To me, if I like it, then I'm totally, you know, vibing out. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm having a good time. It doesn't matter what else is going on. If the music's good, um, it doesn't matter where I'm at. So, wherever they play good music, I can go. So, that's about us. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a music guy, too. I love Later Later. Later Like, that's one of my favorite places yeah, to go. I like, like I, do you ever go out to the east side? Like, Tipsy Tiger and stuff? I've been to Tipsy Tiger, yeah. but man, it was a mess out there. <laughs> it's crazy. That place is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was, like, probably, like, on the Nears or not, yeah. or... Christmas Eve or something, but it oh, was just okay. so packed. Yeah. Well, those are the go-to spots Tipsy on the east side. Um, some of the new ones are um, Dirty Sanchez and Bar. Born and Raised. I've yeah. been to the Born and Raised. Born and Raised cool. for brunch. Yeah. They have, they're having, like, brunch every two weeks. And oh, okay. It's so weird. Brunch. No, well, like, like, the, like the brunch? Like, like the old G2 fam, brunch? Fit Fam Artillery. Going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up for you a night of brunch fam? and there's, like, 80 videos of people just they're making like a They're, like, the new full. world star? <laughs> yeah. It is. It's El Paso World, yeah, so it's crazy. That's so funny. Cool, man. So, tell us, um, tell audience listening on uh-huh. iTunes and, and Spotify and YouTube where they can find you, uh, social media, yeah. uh, for your brand, and if you'd like to throw your own personal handle out, too. Yeah, well, our Instagram is at the market at Montecillo, so it's just one word, the market at Montecillo. That's probably where we get most of our um, traffic. On social media wise yeah um we're located in the Montecillo kind of like we spoke about and people don't know where that is that's where Top Golf is an Alamo Draft House to probably make it easier right off of Mesa between Mesa and Southern Park new community there um down the hill because they get confused sometimes because they say you're we went up to Malalam the, it's called Time the Time at Montecillo yeah, the time. like Independent Burger and stuff they're like we were up there we couldn't find you but we're actually down the hill near um there's a new little development down there, so that's we're kind of hidden. Okay. We're that away. that area is growing. Yeah, it's growing. And a lot of those places have some nice views, huh? Yeah. Even man. you have some nice views, huh? You probably get a good view where you stay. Yeah. Have you seen where he stays? I know. I know more or less the area. They get. They look. What's your address? We could say that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, yeah. That's where we're at. Um, what else? 
I don't have an Instagram. So oh, you don't? I'm lame, man. I'm like a boring guy. So. <laughs> lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just hit us up there. Yeah. We'll yeah. be there. Uh, Mark and Montesio. Cool. Any upcoming just, events? Anything? The 29th, we're having one. Um, with We're going to have some vendors in there. Or some... We'll have some, some people in there. Just, we're just going to have a good time. Like, we have the music going. We're, we're going to have sushi. The, so the sushi girl will be there. Sushi girl. Making, fresh, know, right? Yeah, She's fresh right fresh. in front of you. Like, right in front of you. you get your, we have... Lokoze feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, the sushi girl is actually a sushi chef by trade, so she's a sushi chef. But she, they've ventured out now into like meal prep. But sushi is her thing. That's her. So she, that's we her yeah, too. we literally set up a table. She rolls in front of people and like, here you go, here's your fresh sushi. That's bad. And so we'll have them there. We'll have on next Sunday. She'll be doing her thing with the clothes. Um, shout out Erica. Shout out Erica for sure. Um, shout out sushi girl Gabby Cynthia, and then. Um, we'll have Wildflower. She's a local um, baker. She's a she, she's a little bakery. She does little um, good um, sweets. Baked goods. Yeah, baked goods, sweets. She'll be there. Clever Coffee will be there. Um, a small coffee um, business, and then Exo Cosmetics. They'll be there also. Awesome. Um, so we'll have some. Yeah, like I say, we're gonna have a bunch of random stuff in there, but it'll yeah. be a good time. It's a wine melting pot. We'll, yeah, we'll have wine tasting. So oh, that's cool. Free wine. So that might be good tipsy. Yeah. Good tipsy and stock up on the groceries. Exactly. Yeah. Bring it in. That's cool, man. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate you stopping by on the show. Yeah. Uh, For those of you guys viewing, make sure you guys tune in next Wednesday and check out Ryan's entire story on, you know, the market and kind of a little bit background of you, you know, Um, but really excited for you, man. Hopefully do a follow-up show yeah, dude, in a thanks, year thanks for having yeah thanks for having me and hopefully in a year you know i'm not all gray and i'm like i hate what i do so. <laughs> why did i why did i continue yeah. <laughs> we're gonna no. see him 10 years uh older looking huh? hope, <laughs> next <bro>. year <laughs> thanks for having me though i really yeah. appreciate coming on and this course, is like man. i say podcast you're doing your thing and it's really awesome man i, yeah, I, I salute you for, for what you're doing <laughs> appreciate so. you man great thank time. you brother appreciate thank you, you man yeah thanks for, for having sure me. thank you bye